How would you like to speak to thousands of people in your pajamas without leaving your bedroom? Here's the thing. You need to be getting on podcasts yesterday. Why? Because podcasters are hot. Over 73 million Americans listen to podcasts and that number is growing every month. That's insane. Here's the problem. There are currently over half a million podcasts and finding the right ones is like finding a needle in a haystack. Podcast booking agencies charge thousands of dollars to book you on shows and they usually just spam podcasters like me. Hosts like myself get pitched all the time and we don't have time to research every potential guest. In fact, I turned down 95% of pitches. And this is why I created Podbooker. Podbooker.com is the first platform where guests can easily pitch hosts and hosts can find great guests. It's like a podcast dating site. Use our simple search algorithm to find the perfect hosts in seconds. Increase your acceptance rates with our bio templates, video pitches, and powerful profile pages. Easily communicate and follow up with hosts with a few clicks. Keep a record of all the podcasts you've been featured on. Learn how to become a rock star guest with our academy tutorials featuring award-winning podcast hosts and much, much more. So what are you waiting for? Head over to podbooker.com. Warning, this is not your average podcast. We don't do I'm average around here. Boring doesn't exist. And we don't have patience for small-minded, petty excuses. Maybe I'm just not good enough. We're all about getting real, staying motivated, and taking imperfect action. This is The Daniel Geffen Show. And now, introducing your charmingly unfiltered, overly obsessive, yet refreshingly insightful host, Daniel Geffen. Hey everyone, it's Daniel Geffen again. And I have nothing to say today. Like, I'm literally, as, as I was about to hit record, I'm thinking, what am I going to say? Like, I've got nothing to say today. My mind is completely blank. Um, usually I have something to say, but today there's nothing there. And so I thought to myself, well, maybe I just won't record. You know, if I've got nothing to say, then why, why hit record button? The problem is, is that this is a daily show, which means that I need to produce every day. So a little bit of an issue there. <laughs> and I kind of, I guess, put myself in a pickle. I set myself up, which is a good thing because I made myself accountable, right? You know, I said I'm going to do a daily show and now I'm accountable to you guys, right? Every one of you that is listening to this, you're holding me accountable. I have to, I have to produce something every single day, even if I don't want to, even if I don't feel like it, even if I have nothing to talk about. Even if I have nothing to talk about, I've still got to hit record and I've still got to publish. And you know what? Today's episode might be a complete, like, it might suck, right? But I got to put it out there. And that's a lesson in itself. Better to produce consistently, even if 90% of the stuff that you produce is absolutely crap. And I know that sounds extreme and I know it sounds crazy. But I guarantee you that somebody who puts out consistent content and 90% of it is absolutely crap, but 10% of it is great, he's going to go a lot further than somebody who puts out 
10% of the time and is not consistent. And whenever they put out, it's got to be perfected, right? I guarantee you that the person who puts out every single day consistently will outdo the person who puts out, you know, every now and again. This episode might completely suck. I'm, I'm telling you right now, it might be a complete waste of your time to listen to this. But the thing is, is that because I'm consistently producing and because I'm putting out an episode every single day, some of them are not going to be great. But let's say, let's go with one out of 10. Let's say that one out of 10 episodes I produce is just amazing. Okay. Let's say that, that out of 10 episodes I produce, let's say six of them are good, decent. Okay. Three of them are really bad. They're just not good at all. But one of them is incredible. It's shareable. It's it's a life changer. It's it's just wow. That was amazing. That was fire. That was fire. And I have those. I have those. And those are the ones that are going to get me out there. Because those are the ones that people like you are going to be like, "Wow, that was an incredible website. I got to share this." And you go out there and you share it with with you know, maybe you share it with two, three people. And if everybody listening shares it with two, three people, you know, there could be thousands more people that now listen to my podcast. And this applies to anything. This applies to anything. This applies to emails that you write. This applies to music that you produce. This applies to sales calls that you make. You make a hundred sales calls. You do it consistently every single day. And it could be that, you know, 80% of them are going to be bad. There's going to be bad pitches or they're just not going to go. But you just need that 10% that just is amazing. And that's it. And that's what people remember you by. Here's the thing, and this is what's crucial. People don't remember the crappy stuff. They forget about it really quickly. You remember it because it's you. You take it personal. You're like, oh man, I sucked. That was so bad. Right? We're so into ourselves. We get so caught up in our own thing. But we don't realize that no one else really cares. Like, like the guy who listened to you talk and it was like such a bad presentation, guess what? He's gone and eaten lunch. Like he forgot about you. He's thinking about what he's having for lunch now. You know what I'm saying? You know, she's going out with her friends. She's like, doesn't care about your bad presentation. They don't care. People don't care. They're too caught up in their own lives. But when you produce something incredible and it's memorable, then it goes viral. People, people remember it. And that's what they remember about you. Think about anybody that you love. Think about anyone that you, that you're a fan of, right? Maybe it's a movie, pro- maybe it's an actor, right? Like, for example, I watched, um, the Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise, right? I went to watch Mission Impossible last night with my wife. It was so much fun. Okay. Now, some of you may have different opinions about him, whatever. The fact is, Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible is, he's a great actor. He's got incredible talent. His stunts are incredible that, you know, he does most of the stunts he does himself. It's amazing. It's amazing. What a production. Now, there are plenty of movies that I'm sure that he's been in that are really, really bad, like terrible, terrible. But you know what? I don't remember those. And when I think of Tom Cruise, I think of Mission Impossible. I think of, wow, Tom Cruise, what an actor. What incredible, like, what incredible performance in Mission Impossible. That's what I think of. That's what I remember him by. And this applies to everyone. 
anyone that you know that you're a fan of, 80% of the time they, they probably suck. But you remember the 10% or the 20% of when they produce really well, right? And so, yeah, I'm basically put in a situation where I've become accountable and the reason why I made myself accountable is because I know that if I make it optional, if I say, well, I'm going to produce a, a podcast episode like, you know, whenever, then you know what? Every day I'll have a different excuse of why not to produce it. You know, oh, today I have nothing good to say. Oh, you know what? I can't be bothered. You know, I've got other things to do. It's only 10 minutes, but still, you know, I'll find excuses to push it off, push it off, push it off. And then the next thing I know, the end of the day comes and I haven't produced anything. And so, yeah, I put myself in this position where I have to produce it. And, and I think that's very, it's, it's a very good exercise to put yourself in uncomfortable situations where you become accountable and you have to produce no matter what. Because I don't know about you, but naturally I'm really lazy. And I'm naturally a huge uh, uh, procrastinator. I put things off, put things off, put things off. And people say, but Daniel, but you've accomplished so much. You know, you've got these successful businesses and these podcast shows and you wrote a best-selling book. Like, what do you mean? How can you be a procrastinator? I'm telling you right now, I am a master procrastinator. I'm really good at it. I'm really, really good at coming up with excuses and putting things off. But the reason why, the reason why that I've managed to produce successful businesses and successful podcasts and a successful book is because with everything that I do, I make myself accountable and I put myself in uncomfortable situations where I don't have a choice. For example, with my book, Okay, my book, by the way, people don't realize this, but my book took me 11 years to write it. Right? 10 years was procrastination. One year is how long it took to actually write the book. I put it off for 10 years. I can't tell you how many times I said, oh my goodness, I need to write this book. And I sat down and I started writing. And then a couple of months later, right, I'm not writing anymore. A couple of months later, I look back and I'm like, hey, what happened to my book? And this happened so many times over the years. So many times I picked up where I left off and then I went back and then and it didn't get published and it didn't get written. And one day I said to myself, that's it. I'm putting myself in a situation where there's no turning back. I'm putting myself in a situation where there's no turning back. I'm going to publish this book. I'm going to write this book. And so what I did was I went up to my son, who at the time he was nine years old. And I was putting him to bed and I said to him, his name's Alicia. I said, Alicia, I'm giving you a present for your 10th birthday. It's going to be a really big surprise. And he said to me, what is it? What is it? Is it an iPad? Right? Because he, he wants an iPad. He's been begging me for an iPad, but I don't want to get him into technology. And uh, I don't want to get him into the whole like, you know, because he's, he's like me. He's got an addictive personality. And if he has his own iPad, he'll just get sucked right into it and, and I'll have no control because it's his, right? As long as it's not his, as long as it's my phone that he's playing on, I have control over it. So I said, no, it's not an iPhone, it's a book. And he's like, a book? And he was so disappointed. What do you mean a book? And I said, no, 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 it's not any book. This is going to be a book that I write, and I'm writing it for you, and I'm going to give it to you. You're going to get the first copy of my book on your 10th birthday. 
And he was so happy. He actually jumped up and grabbed me and he was so happy. And I remember I walked out of his bedroom and I thought, oh no, that's it. No turning back, right? I made myself accountable to my son. I promised my son that for his 10th birthday, he's going to get the first copy of my book, The Self-Help Addict. And that was it. I knew I had to do it. I knew that there was no way I'm going to disappoint my son. There was no way that his 10th birthday was going to come and I didn't have that book. And so I published it and I published it on the 16th of January, which is his birthday. I had the first book printed and I gave him the first copy. And he was so happy and he read the book and I was... And the thing is, is that I put myself in an uncomfortable situation. There were so many days where I know I would have just put it off. But I said to myself, I can't. I can't. I've got a deadline. I've got to produce this by the 16th of January. I've got to give it to my son on his 10th birthday. I can't. And I started telling people about it as well. I started talking on Facebook and going on podcast shows and telling everyone, yeah, the book's coming out 16th of January. I'm giving it as a present to my son. And like everyone's like, wow, it's amazing. And I kept putting myself in that corner so that there was no way back. When you put yourself in a situation where there's no way back, there's no way to turn back, you've got no other choice but to do it. Right? You got to sometimes if you want to learn to swim, you got to just throw yourself into the deep end. And the only way to not drown is to swim. Sometimes we got to do it. We got to just throw ourselves in. So this podcast episode, I had absolutely nothing to say. I just hit the record button and started talking. And there you go. You see, you know, when you put yourself to the test, when you, when you, when you put yourself in the spotlight and you've got to produce, then you just produce. That's it. Have an amazing day, everyone. Have an incredible weekend. And go throw yourselves into the deep end. Speak to you soon. Bye for now. You just heard another imperfectly perfect, powerful piece of positivity, practical perceptions from your daringly dashing host, Daniel Geffen. Don't foolishly miss out on other epic episodes. Uh-oh. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go on, give it a smash, then get on with your day. And don't forget to make it epic.